Welcome to the Share Hope Global Podcast. My name is DJ. And I'm Denise. And we are excited to be back with you guys today. We got a brand new show. We got brand new music. Yeah, we have a producer. Yeah, man, we have a producer (laughs) in the family. That song was produced and made by our daughter, Ivana, a.k.a. Ivy Beats. Yes. We even have a new cover art. Oh, yes. Yeah, so check us out. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify, Anchor. Everywhere now. Everywhere. We left you. It's been a long time since we <laughs> left you without a dope pod to step to. Oh, goodness. But it's good to be step back. To. Yes. It's really good to be back. It is. So, of course, we have to address the elephant in the room. Where have we been? Yes. Well, I can tell you where I've been. Denise can tell you where she's been. <laughs> so, when we were making the podcast, we loved doing it. But, obviously, it's a true time commitment to do that. And so for me, I was praying and I actually took over uh, leading men's ministry at my church. Shout out City Life Men, shout out City Life Church here in Tampa. But I really had to take a step back and say, okay, what are my priorities right now? What can I handle? And during that time, I was managing a obviously a very busy work career, leading men's ministry, trying to just really get my handle on men's ministry in this new uh, at the, in this new level in this church. And also family, as a husband, as a father. And so I prayed and I felt peace in taking a break from the podcast and from Sharehold Global work. But we never shut down Sharehold Global. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always been here. We're always still giving, doing things. But um, I was challenged recently by one of my mentors, actually a few of my mentors. And they said, look, you can you can do it. Take balance out of your vocabulary. So for some of you listening right now, you may be trying to say, how can I balance all this? I was told, take balance out of your vocabulary. Mm-hmm. You are one entity. You can do all those things. God empowered you. God can be a healer, a provider. He can be our Lord and Savior all at once. Well, we're created in his image, so we can do the same thing. So I was um, challenged to do one podcast a month. So that's what my promise is to you, the listeners, is at least one podcast a month. And uh, we may do more, but we'll always do at least one a month. But hopefully we can pump out a few more. Denise, where have you been? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, first of all, I obviously have supported my husband, you know, to just um, take that pause. But um, I don't know if the listeners remember the last time I mentioned that I did start a business. And so I've just really continued, you know, investing in my business as well as investing in my family, you know, spending more time with my family. But like you said, DJ, Sharehope Global is part of us. It's who we are, you know, it's in our DNA. And so, you know, I don't know, the listeners doesn't know, last year we went, you know, I went to South Africa and Sharehope Global, you know, had our um, donation day in South Africa. So it's always been part of us. It's just that we haven't done the podcast. That's very true, Denise. Mm -hmm. And obviously we can't ignore COVID-19 happening right now, this pandemic Mm -hmm. happening worldwide. And so number one, we want to say we've been praying and we are praying for every one of our listeners, everyone out there. We know that it's impacted people's jobs, it's impacted people's health. People have lost loved ones or been in serious health scares. We have a friend whose uh, father was intensive care. So there's a lot happening right now. We just want to let you know we're praying with you and, um, we obviously are here to pray and support for anyone that we can. And it's impacted us as a family, obviously. We are based in Florida. It's become one of the hot zones, if you will, uh, for this pandemic, at least in America. And so for me personally, when it first started, I would say um, for us back in March, I started working full time from home. And so that was a challenge for me. And uh, But I was blessed still to have a job. 
but um, also just really learning how to navigate, working from home, balancing time with the kids, not traveling. Because for my job, my nine to five, I travel by car, by plane, anything you can. And that's and it's a daily activity. And so that was a big adjustment for me. Just also making sure my family was okay. We had enough toilet paper, right? People went toilet paper <laughs> crazy, right? And so yes. that was another adjustment. But through it all, I believe that we were we came out better. Yes. So Denise, what about you? What were the challenges for you during COVID? Oh boy. <laughs> still maybe challenges you're still having. I, I, I think yes. We we still are trying to overcome some challenges, but I like you mentioned it happened in March. And so I remember the kids were just gonna go on spring break. And so in my mind, you know, spring break, yes, we're gonna have fun, but then they couldn't go back to school, you know. Um school closed and you know, it all went on virtual. Learning and then at that time it was challenging for me to switch over to become a teacher. Mm, that's yes. <laughs> you know, for those listeners who don't know, we have an eleven-year-old. She'll be twelve soon, um, and she was in sixth grade. And then we have a four-year-old now five that was in preschool, and so just that challenge of becoming that school teacher. You know, making sure that they stay up to date with their schoolwork. I think what we did was um, really important, sitting down with our oldest daughter and say, hey, you know, the importance of staying aboard with your school, what you need to do, you know, just so you don't have challenges in your next grade. So true. So, yeah, so it, it was challenging, but, you know, we, we worked through it, you know, and I believe that everybody else, you know, um, worked through it. We didn't have a choice. <laughs> right. Yeah, we all, it just kind of dropped on us, right? We went exactly. from spring break to all of a sudden, hey, you're not going back to school anymore. And a lot of parents listening right now probably had that same experience or a lot of people listening. You maybe thought you were going back to your job and you end up working from home. Maybe you lost. We have friends who lost their job. So, again, we understand this is a serious thing happening right now. And we want to definitely tell everybody stay safe, stay sanitized, stay covered up um, and stay covered in prayer because you can do as much as you can. But what this is, I think, shown to me is that truly we don't control everything. And Mm so for us, we just believe that. We can do what we can, but we also have to trust God to handle the things that we can't. Absolutely. Um, And that brings us to a great next point is that we want to share some tips in this show and this welcome back show on how to stay positive during this time of this COVID-19 pandemic. We know a lot of people, we've heard reports and read studies that people have been reporting new levels of depression, um, anxiety, mm-hmm. fear, all these different things that God never intended us to deal with that we're not, that, that, that that's not where we should be, but it's understandable yep. during this time. And so we want to share some tips on how we've stayed positive during this pandemic. So uh, Denise, why don't you start us off? What have been some of your ways that you stay positive during this time? And you know what, just going back to your, your point is just like all the news stations and all the stuff that you read, you know, you get so engrossed in it, you know, and you kind of forget um, who you are and whose you are, right? So my point, my first point and, and, and what I would tell our listeners and what helped me was staying close to God, drawing close to God, you know, um, having, switch off, <laughs> switch off the news. I had to do it. I'm, I'm sure you had to do it too. Um, but drawing close to God. And I want to read a scripture to our listeners, right? And um, Colossians 4 Verses 2, and then I'll jump to 5. It says, devote yourself to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. 
And verse 5 says, Live wisely among those who are not believers and make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be gracious and attractive so that you will have the right response to everyone. And I think it just speaks to just, you know, this time going close to God. Um, if you spend more time with God, you'll have the right response, not to get too emotional about things happening, you know, and just, um, you know, have those conversations spiritually, you know? Yeah, definitely. So, so that's that's really one thing that I would say. Draw close to God. Draw close Spend to God. So you're saying that's your first tip is to yes, draw close to God. Absolutely. Awesome. What else do you have? Well, another tip that I have for our listeners is um, to take advantage of the time. Take advantage of the time you have. I I know I started reading more. <laughs> I started spending time with our Me too, kids actually. more, you yeah. know, be on the floor, play Barbie dolls, you know, if they want to play Barbie dolls and whatever it is. Just take advantage of the time. Take advantage of the time with your family. Definitely. And, and, and well, in fact, I would say that would be one of my tips as well is to find the benefits of this time. I know when I first was quarantined at home, um, I was like, okay, what am I going to do? What's going to happen? But then I found out that that was really the most collective time that I've spent as a father and a husband with my family. Just three months with not going anywhere and just being with the kids, seeing things. I know throughout my career, I've missed some of those key milestones in their lives because I've been busy with work. And so I just really took advantage of that time. Um, also, taking time to study and learn. You said you've been reading more. I made sure that I would read more and dig in deeper. Um, for some people, for you, that might be taking some online courses, maybe doing some LinkedIn learning courses. Uh, maybe you'll do an online university uh, this has really taught us how to reshape the way that we're thinking about how do we get education, how do we get news and information, um, and also just finding enough ways to do business. I would say that's another tip that's I have okay. for using this time is maybe you can change the way you've done business that will help. Or maybe to change the way if you're a church leader, change the way that you do church. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been doing online church here at home, and it's been a blessing. It is. We've had literally the presence of God in our house God is everywhere. <laughs> he is. I believe in, you know, yes. we don't want to forsake the assembling of ourselves together with other believers. That's scriptural. At the same time, if we're in this weird circumstance where we do not feel it safe, right, then we can use that time to spend together as a family, read our Bibles more. I remember, you know, we start praying together as a family more. And it's Absolutely. really been effective. And my last tip would be, and, and in fact, Denise kind of touched it already, but was to really cut out unnecessary noise. Yes. So when this first started for me, I was paying attention to the news, obviously, to stay informed, to understand what was happening in the, in the world. And then we also saw the, um, you know, all the racial injustice protests and the killing of uh, different people by the police. And it, it impacted me. And I remember I was getting snappy on my family. I was uh, just not as happy and as peaceful as I usually am. And God dealt with me and said, DJ, you need to cut off the noise and spend more time with me. So not just cut off noise, but replace that time with something that is fruitful and positive. And Mm -hmm. so for me, it was the word of God. And when I did that, my whole disposition changed. I'm sure Denise is a witness (laughs) and the kids are a witness, right? (laughs) That, you know, we have to make sure that we limit that, that noise. And again, stay knowledgeable, but limit the unnecessary noise. Mm -hmm. But isn't that a, a testament that whatever you put in will come out? You know, Definitely. whatever you pay attention to, whatever you um, water will grow, you know. 
And and uh, we've seen it exactly like whatever we water, we watered um, reading, whatever negative news or whatever is on there, it grew, you know, and so we had to replace that. And, and That's true. And if you feed yourself more word, more exactly. scripture, more Jesus, that's what's going to grow in you. Yeah. And that's what happens. So. And guess what disappears? Fear, doubt, yes. worry. Well, you know what? In fact, that brings me to this scripture, Denise, uh, Philippians 4 and 8. Uh, it says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever mm -hmm. is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there is anything excellent, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Mm -hmm. So that's a reminder that let's stay focused on the good things of life, on the worthy things. Right. We know bad things happen. We know challenges happen, but. It's our job to think of the good things. Keep our mind focused on the positive things because there's so much negativity we can get caught in, right? Mm -hmm. But we should stay focused on what's positive, what's worthwhile, what's good, what's excellent. And that's what the Bible tells us to do. So that's our tips for staying positive during this pandemic. Now, we're going to transition. We have a new show segment. Who's excited? I am. Yeah, I'm excited too. And so it's called. It's different. It is different, right? And so we're excited to be back with you. We want to take you in with us. Yes. And so we have a new uh, show segment called Listener Questions. So here's how it works. Leave a voicemail on www.anchor.fm slash sharehopeglobal. I'm going to say that again. Anchor, that's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash share hope global simply click the leave message button we love questions about family relationships dating cultural events what's happening in the world you name it we love to talk about it and when you leave a voicemail it could be featured on the show just like this hi today Cynthia J. thank you for bringing the broadcast back it's definitely been an answer prayer for me as I love to support my friends in their ministry, but this truly blessed me. And um, I specifically recall and still kind of laugh enjoying, you know, one of the podcasts when you were speaking about cultural differences. And I definitely hope that you would reiterate that. Uh, specifically, I think, you know, with the recent events, the issue of racism has just made my heart really heavy. However, I want to be sensitive to my brothers and sisters. So my question is, as a couple, dating, engaged, or even married, how should we navigate complex and sensitive topics such as race and cultural diversity while still respecting each other's ethnic background? Thank you so much, and I look forward to your response and advice. God bless. And now that's our very first listener call in. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you for the message. Um, that's a, a very important topic. And when, let's dig in. So my understanding is that caller was asking, essentially, how do we compassionately talk about racial issues in cross-cultural relationships? So I think there's a few tips. I'll start off and, and then, uh, you know, Denise, please share as you, mm -hmm. you know, want to. Um, I think the number one thing we have to do is start with start with respect. We have to know and appreciate that you two in this relationship may have different feelings on the topic. And so just being mindful of your significant other's feelings when you share your honest opinion on these topics, that that's the key. We have to be mindful that we may feel differently. And just because we feel differently, it doesn't make them wrong or you wrong. It doesn't make each other dumb or part of the problem. We have to respect and reach across this racial difference, 
that you have in the relationship to find common ground. And for me and Denise, that common ground has always been the Bible. That's how, how we've really, you know, crossed this cultural, I would say, difference. Absolutely. Kingdom principles. And I don't know, you know, for our new listeners, if they don't know, um, I'm actually South African. Um, from South Africa and you, you know, American. And so when we met, we had a lot of, you know, cultural differences, you know, what we do back home, what you guys do here. And it was important for us to come together. It's like, what does the Bible say? Mm -hmm. You know, how do we, how do we um, run a house or, you know, um, raise our kids, you know, biblical principles? What does the Bible say? Because we show had differences because, you know, people (laughs) often bring in, their their family background, yes. right? So, well, my mama did it like this, and yes. you know, well, you know what, this my parents did it, did it. <laughs> right? And so, I think it's good if we've drawn from each other's families. Like Absolutely. we take what's good from each other's families and Absolutely. leave what maybe is not so good. Uh-huh. And then, if there's a disagreement, we put the word on it. And Absolutely. so, I think in any relationship, you respect each other's differences. You don't have to be the same. Yes. I think diversity and inclusion is not about being the same. It's about embracing and respecting each other's differences. Differences, exactly. And so that's what we do in our relationship. And when there is a difference, when there's something we can't agree upon, well, what does the Bible say? And that's our foundation. Absolutely. A second tip I would share is to be open to learning. Just because you're, for example, let's say a white woman dating a black man, that doesn't mean that you know what it's like to be a black man, right? Just because you're dating someone of a different ethnicity or race, that doesn't mean you know their whole plight. And so I would say be open to understanding and to listen more than talk. Absolutely. I, I cannot agree more. And not just, you know, in the dating sense, but like taking back myself and, you, you know, you as well is that just be open to learn. Like I, I realized, I realized that I didn't know a lot of your history. I didn't know a lot of, you know, um, what happened in America. What, but I was open. You're to telling learn. me you didn't know I, about Frederick Douglass, Harriet Tubman, <laughs> Booker T. Washington. You know, as surprising as it was, I didn't. Right. You know, I guess what I don't I'm know South about African. You know what I mean? <laughs> they didn't teach that in South African. Just like I don't know all South Africa. Exactly. You, know, South you don't know history. Walter C. Sulu. Do you know no. Walter C. You don't. No exactly. Clue. So that's why it should. Be, <laughs> you should be open to learn. And I think that's what I did. I was open to learn. I was open to go on Google. And, you know, start reading, start Mm. learning, you know, start understanding. Because from learning, you understand. And I think for me, that makes you a more attractive and a more valuable partner in life, right? So if you're dating someone and you, and they come from a different culture than you, a different race than you, get to know their background because that shows that you care about them. That shows that you're interested in them. And also that lets them know that you see maybe a future with this person because you're taking the time to invest in that. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And so I would say one final tip I would have is do not undermine the situation. There's nothing that bothers me more in these situations than when a person, and me being a black man, usually it's a non-black person, that says, oh, you know what, you guys need to get over this. Or, you know, hey, what, I'm a minority too. Or, hey, I'm this race group. And, you know what, we don't, we don't, we don't deal with that stuff or we don't care about that. Why do you care? Why is it such a big deal to you? And I think it goes back to number one and two, respect that you'll never know what it's like to walk in that person's shoes. So why would you undermine it? Just like Jesus with the woman at the well, do not be afraid to cross cultural barriers and lines to seek understanding. Don't undermine the situation, but seek to understand out of love. Absolutely. I think, you know, you're right when you say don't underestimate, you know, undermine the situation, but 
it goes back to what we said that be open to learn. I think if you open to learn, open to understand, open to read about it, you would not undermine the situation because you will understand where the people are coming from. You, know, you know what? And, I mean, I did that when, when, when we were first dating, you know, yes. um, I didn't really know much about South Africa, but I made sure to learn about it because it matters to you. And I didn't want to look dumb in front of your family. <laughs> and I did a couple of times, you know, just saying certain things or so. Yes. I think the important part is to have grace yes. for each other, right? As we're Absolutely. learning. So there, there was a time I was speaking in South Africa to a group and I said something about politics. And I remember Denise's sister, and I'll never forget it. And it was so valuable. She pulled me to the side and says, hey, when you're speaking in another country, mm-hmm. be careful of like political jokes while... We might agree. There might be people in the room who don't agree. And you coming as an American in here or vice versa, it looks insensitive. And so that Mm -hmm. stuck with me. So I would say even in relationships, just be mindful when you're making jokes. Yeah. Just, you know, that might be offensive. And as the other person, have grace that they might not know better. Absolutely. And that's what I was going to get to. They might not know better. Um, I've seen so many things like, no, you should know better. You know, should know better. I take it when I came from South Africa, freshly from South Africa, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, I've had people ask me some ridiculous questions. And in my mind, Can I'm I like, say them? <laughs> no, please. So no, I have to. This is called a public service <laughs> announcement. If you meet somebody from Africa, right, and you from America or some other country, the first question you do not ask. Yes. Is hey, do you got zebras in your backyard? Please don't. Do you got lions? Do you know pythons? Okay. Do you realize people in Africa do have cities? That's right. You know? Lots of cities in Africa. Beautiful cities. Beautiful cities. I've been there. Cape Beautiful. Town, Johannesburg, somebody. You go to yes. Nigeria, you go all over. So Ghana, everywhere. And so that it's could just, be offensive to this absolutely. African person, right? But at the same time, what did you do, Denise? You gave them grace. I gave them. And because I asked myself the question, I was like, no way these people don't know. Like, what is it? And I was like, really? You know, there are some people that really just does not know. And so I had to, you know, became had to become okay with the fact that, okay, I'm going to have to tell you. I'm going to have to say this to you. You know, although there's Google and, you know, although it sometimes gets frustrating and whatever, just work past that frustration. It's like, okay, I see this person really does not know. So let me inform them, yeah. you know, and if you inform them and they still act the same way, then that's on them. <laughs> you right, know, then yeah. that's just, they you just want to walk issues. in ignorance, you You're know right. what I mean? But you were you took the time to be gracious and to show grace and say, okay, let me inform you, let me tell you why I'm feeling like this, why this is happening. And, you know, I, I think that helped me a lot and helped me a lot, you know, understand a lot of people. So just take, be gracious, you know, if you know, if you can see. And that's why spending time with God is so important because the Holy Spirit will tell you, like, no, you need to inform this person because they're really just walking in ignorance. They don't know. Yes. And you know what? I would see you time and time, pull people to the side and just say, hey, look, let me educate you or let me help you in a nice yes. way. Like, or mm-hmm. even letting them know, hey, like that's offensive. Yes. Because if people don't know better, they often don't do better. Do better. Exactly. Now, you mentioned like if they know better, they keep doing it. Then maybe that's a person that you have to just kind of love from a distance. Love them from a distance. As our pastor says, <laughs> right? But, say, I love you, but I love I you from love a you distance. from a distance. But some people just don't know better. They make yes. honest mistakes. They have mm-hmm. good hearts. And. So as the person who maybe is going through this racial turmoil, have grace for others as the people who are maybe outside of it or maybe not the impacted race or culture or people group, then maybe just take more time to understand and learn and seek to learn. Listen more than talk. Absolutely. So 
Hope that answers your question. Again, send in more listener voicemails. Yes, Simply, this is awesome. Exactly. We love hearing from the people. <laughs> so go to www.anchor.fm slash share hope global we want to hear from you we want to answer you we want to share from you and you're probably thinking how do you guys have all that amazing knowledge and insight and wisdom and he goes mm. like that dj so wise you know <laughs> i'm sure you're just thinking that right now oh babe <laughs> yeah but <laughs> okay maybe not but we have a new we have a new segment as we wrap up our show. First of all, we want to say thank you for joining us on this yes. welcome back episode. We hope you learn ways to stay positive during COVID, found out a little bit about where we've been and our commitment to you of at least one show a month, hopefully more. And then finally we had a great voicemail about how to communicate in cross-cultural relationships. It really could be friendships, workplaces Absolutely. about this social injustice and race issues. But we want to end it with this segment. We know that we give you advice, we share tips, we share our experiences, and obviously you enjoy it. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been here this long in the show. <laughs> so we have to be honest. Denise, yes. let's be honest with them. We're not experts. No. I don't have a degree in counseling or Mm-mm. world knowledge. I'm not a theologian, <laughs> right? Nope, neither am I. But what we do have is a, is a relationship with Jesus. Absolutely. And so every show, what we want to do is give people the chance to get that same relationship we have because... We don't have all the answers, but when we accept Jesus to our heart, we had a chance to get the peace, the wisdom, the insight, the knowledge that gave us understanding on how to parent our children, how to love each other better. I've done it both ways. Trust me. Mm. I've done it without Jesus and I've done it with and let me tell you from my personal experience that these feel free to chime in. You want all, Jesus. <laughs> you want Jesus, right? Because when I, and again, I've done it without and I, and I, and I yes. did okay. You know, I was doing well at work and I was living okay. But it wasn't the same. It just wasn't this. I didn't have the same love. I didn't have the same compassion, the same peace. In the middle of turmoil, when everything was going wrong, in the middle of COVID-19, what Mm. kept us together was our faith that Jesus loved us so much that he's not going to fail us. And at the very worst, the very worst thing that can happen to you is you can die, right? I I don't know what else. Maybe Mm. painfully die. That sounds Mm. bad. I don't want to get too grim here. (laughs) (laughs) But I know that I have eternity in heaven with Jesus. Yes. And so I want to offer you that same opportunity. So if you're like, hey, that sounds good to me, DJ, I would love that relationship. What you're talking about sounds good. I would love to have more wisdom on raising my kids and all this information. Then we want to invite you to say the simple prayer. You'll, you'll, you'll repeat what I say. Denise is going to pray with you. She'll say what you're saying, and I'm going to pray first. Here we go. So repeat after me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For taking my place. For taking my place. And settling the account that I never could afford to pay. And settling the account that I could never afford to pay. You took my sins and punishment. You took my sins and punishment. In exchange, you gave me new life. In exchange, you gave me new life. I believe you died for me. I believe you died for me. Rose again. Rose again. Now come and take the lead in my life. Now come and take the lead in my life. From this day forward. From this day forward. I choose to follow you. I choose to follow you. Amen. Amen. That's it. So if you prayed that prayer for the very first time, or maybe you prayed it again for the first time in a long time, mm-hmm. we believe that you've now entered a relationship with Jesus. And so what does that mean? That just means that Jesus comes and he's, I'm, I'm telling you, if you believe that there is a creator out there who created you and he made you with purpose and life, well, Jesus died so that you can have a relationship with him and come in and be connected to him. And so we want to let you know that the next steps would be to get a Bible yes. and start reading. 
Uh, there's the Bible app. It's free. You can download it on your phone. That's what I use most days. Yes. We live in the greatest time in history where I can just <laughs> Google scriptures yeah. when I have questions. Um the number two, you want to find a Bible-based church near you somewhere. And Absolutely. so uh, leave us a voice message again on anchor.fm slash global, and let us know that you made a decision for Christ today. Let us know you like the show. Leave us a voicemail with questions. We'd love to hear from you. But that's just such an important part of our yes. walk and on this show. We didn't want to leave it out. So every show, we're going to give you a chance at the end to say that prayer. Maybe you didn't feel comfortable saying it this time. Mm-hmm. That's okay. But we want to let you know that if you love this show, you love the advice you get, you love us as people, it's all because of Jesus. And we want to give you the same gift that was given to us. Absolutely. So, Denise, I believe that's the show this time. Yeah. We have more shows planned in the future. We got an awesome guest interview. I'm not going to tell you who it is yet. You got to (laughs) listen. You got to check it out. Subscribe to the podcast. Absolutely. Again, we're on Spotify, Apple, Anchor.fm. Subscribe that way you don't miss any shows that me and Denise. We're going to be back coming better than ever. We got new content. We got new microphones. We got new cover (laughs) art. We got that new new. So I'm excited. That has been good. Yes, yes. And it's been good to hang out with my wife and do the show together. Thank you for all the support. We heard from so many people how much you missed the show and you loved us. People we didn't know, people we do know. So. We're happy that this is reaching you, touching you, and making a difference. I think that was the one thing that was encouraging to us to, you know, when we decided to bring the show back is when people are like, oh my goodness, yes. Yes. <laughs> we're excited that you're back. So that encourages our hearts. So we just want you to know, thank you. Thank you for the support. And we love you guys. Yeah, definitely. And again, if you want to um, kind of learn more about us and um, stay connected to us, you can find us on Instagram. Absolutely. Uh, my handle is I am DJ Bagwell. And mine is Denise Backel. Denise with a C, I have to say it. Yes, you have to. <laughs> Unfortunately. Otherwise, they won't find Denise you. Denise with a C, but you won't find me with yeah. an S. <laughs> Your family's trying to be fancy. My daddy's trying to be fancy. Okay, we, we don't use S's and we use C's. So. Yes. Yes, and the fanciness has stayed ever since. Right? That's why I love you. Uh-huh. Yes. And so, family, friends, listeners, we love you. We hope this blessed you, and we will talk to you next time. Goodbye. Yeah.